With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of The Standard is the Standard. I'm Jeff Hardman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With me, as always, my co-host Lance Williams out on the West Coast. Now, we've been on a short hiatus. We were going to do a pre-Super Bowl show. Didn't do that. Uh, and But we're here. We're back. The Super Bowl's over. The season is over. Super Bowl 52 just wrapped up. The New England Patriots lose. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, I think, I, I honestly feel that the Pittsburgh Steelers fans celebrated just a tad bit less than what they would if the Steelers would have won the Super Bowl just because the Patriots lost. Um, I know, Lance, you weren't about to root for Philly. Uh, You certainly weren't going to root for uh, New England. So I'm curious what your thoughts were of the game itself and of the outcome. I was ecstatic. The Patriots lost. My mug is on Instagram. There's (laughs) There's a photo of me on Instagram cheesing and saying this is what it looks like when you still have the most championships so I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that the Steelers still have six the Pats have five and uh you know that defense is terrible and the defense has been has been pretty bad for years and when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback um you know it, it fixes a lot of warts that you have and the whole Malcolm Butler stuff that was refreshing to hear because you know what what it what it illustrates is that there's drama in every locker room and in, in every organization, regardless of, you know, the do your job and the Patriot way, you know, there's, there's Adelius Thomas was a bad seed. You know, there, there, there's stuff that happens in locker rooms at all times. And we may not ever get what happened truly, but I don't care because the backup got torched. They lost and the Steelers have six Super Bowls. <laughs> 
you know, you're right though. You bring up the Malcolm Butler thing, which was absolutely mind-boggling. I don't buy the excuse of, well, you know, I'm going to do what's best for the team. Because if you're going to do what's best for the team, you're going to play your best defensive back, period. And I don't also, I also don't buy the entire, well, it might have been disciplinary. He would have had to do something so bad. I mean, he sat him out the entire Super Bowl. This isn't week 10, and he's sending a message. This is the Super Bowl. Everything's on the table, and you said, yeah, I think we can win with a backup cornerback. And guess what? You did not, and it was bad. But my question for you, Lance, you're a defensive guy, man. You love defense. You love watching defense, talking about defense. That was If you're looking at a defensive side of, the, of, the, of this story, what a horrible Super Bowl that was. I mean, no defense. Two punts yeah. in the entire game. I, I was kind of disappointed. Everyone talks about the entertainment value, and it was very entertaining, but that's not football to me. Not at all. I know you probably agree, right? Yeah, it was just really bad. I mean, I think the stat was that was the most yards ever in an NFL game. Ever. <laughs> in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, I thought, and it was in the Super Bowl, ever. I mean, ever, like ever in a Super Bowl. You're talking about two teams that have 14 wins, I believe, you know, on the season. I mean, you're talking about two number one seeds, almost 1,200 yards of offense. Uh. I mean, the, the rules make it very difficult to play defense. And that's something that the Steelers owner, Art Rooney II, said when he gave his sort of uh, talking points about the Steelers. But, you know, it's hard to play defense. And, you know, that's no excuse to not play it. But a defense as good as Philadelphia's has been all year. I mean, it's tough. And, you know, you know, New England didn't play well, but, you know, I mean, you got a backup quarterback guy going 41-38 in the NFC Championship in the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, that's an indictment on the Steelers' offense as well. That's an indictment on defense. I mean, it, you can you can say so many things from the lack of defense and from those offense performances. It's just, it's just out of this world right now. It is, and I don't understand. I would... I just can't believe two punts. There were only two punts in that football game for both teams. I just, that, that's absurd. Uh, if you like defensive football, boy, don't watch that game. That was bad. Uh, you can say what you want about the rules and all that. It, it was poor execution, but I, I did think that both offensive coordinators had tremendous games. I thought that, boy, man, what a, I, I'm going to say this as plain as day, Peterson has a has huge cojones for doing what he did in the Super Bowl. Going for it on fourth down two times, but the gutsiest call of them all was the fourth and one on your own 35, 40-yard line with five minutes left in the game. I, I, I gotta say I'm watching that I'm watching that thinking Mike Tomlin punts this ball. He he punts it. He, it's just it's just the way he coaches, and that's fine. But boy, I mean, man, that that takes some that takes some some big mobbles, as they said in Major League Two, if you remember that movie. Um, it, you know it was, it was a huge call, man. I mean, he had faith in his team. That's what I loved. He said, I trust my guys who go out and get a yard. And they did. And they did for it. And you know what, Jeff? I, I think what made the call a little bit easier, that defense at that point in the game had no ghost of a chance. I mean, they were getting carved up. And they were getting carved up. New England was giving it to them any which way but loose. And so... I mean, they had to possess the football. You give it back to Brady, they go up two scores, Super Bowl's over. 
because they were looking their chops. They're like, oh, if you punt, oh, we're going 90. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're we're going to beat you. So kudos to the Philadelphia Eagles. The state of Pennsylvania gets another Super Bowl. That's seven for the state. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. <laughs> and it's just good New England doesn't have a six because, boy, exactly. oh. I did not want to hear that, boy. Chowderheads. Hey, now, I do think this from an offensive standpoint, and I do like watching offense, like talking about offense. Um, I think the Steelers and Randy Feetner, it's Feetner, by the way. Last time we were on, not I Fichter. said Feetner, F-E-E-T is the like phonetic spelling of no, that's Fiedner. easy to say that is okay. easy you, even you can say that um, Fiedner. yeah Feetner, yeah if if i'm ben roethlisberger antonio brown feet coach Feetner, as i just mentioned i'm watching that super bowl and, and i'm looking at the eagles because in my opinion the steelers have a better offensive line they clearly have a better quarterback they have better weapons on the outside now they're comparable because you have Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith has kind of reinvented himself in Philadelphia. Um, the other wide receiver is, man, I can't think of his name. Uh, Algor, Algor, yeah, he's. They have three good receivers and a running backs, a running back tandem that is, or actually a trio, as we found out in the Super Bowl. That's pretty good. The Steelers, I think, schematically match up well with what the Eagles do. My goodness, take a page out of their book because with Carson Wentz, I think you had a lot of those. You know, he would run the football out of the backfield. They would do a lot of the the read play action type things. Uh, but when Nick Foles took over in the playoffs, they really changed their offensive playbook. The Steelers could copy that. It, they really did a great job opening up uh, players like Zach Ertz, getting their playmakers the football when they needed it the most. And I thought the actual execution in the setup of the plays was just genius on more than one occasion. So um, hopefully the Steelers were watching and it has nothing to do with the Patriots. It has everything to do with being an efficient offense. And that's what I saw from both new England and Philadelphia, but especially Philly. I was very impressed. What did you think about that? I would agree. I just want the Steelers to get more out of the scheme where you can depend on the scheme as well to assist and aid players where the scheme helps. I think too often in the Steelers offense, it's based on 
incredible feats by individual players. And I, I, I was really impressed with what New England does, particularly out of base personnel. So if you have Rosie Nix on the field with Le'Veon Bell and still being able to use motions and formations when you have linebackers on the field that can't cover, when you have big players and you can really stress defenses when they're not in sub packages, really doing that. So I'd like to see Coach Feetner get more out of the scheme and depend less on individual contributions from big-time playmakers. That's great. But, but getting it through scheme is better. Yeah. Now, not to well, – it's a shameless plug. I'll say it anyway. Speaking of Randy Feetner, we've had this these tremendous articles. There's a three-part series. We've gone through parts one and two. Um, it's a reader who's become a writer. He's a teacher, and he's also a head football coach. He has really broken down what Randy Feetner did in Memphis when he was an offensive coordinator and kind of – taking what the Steelers already do and what he can infuse into it. I mean, if you like X's and O's in offensive football, you want to read these articles. You can find them on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. If not, just Google Randy Feetner, the evolution of the Steelers offense, and you'll find those right there at the top of your search. So after the shameless plug, let's get right into something Lance alluded to earlier in the show, and that was every year, whenever the season ends, however the season ends, Art Rooney II has a select group of media that he draw, brings into his office, and they essentially have a sit-down conversation for about 20 minutes. Uh, they can ask him questions. He kind of gives the state of the Steelers, so to speak. And we kind of have five talking points that we want to talk about regarding what his what he said, his comments, and things of that nature. Um, first and foremost, what struck me the most out of all the things he said, because a lot of it was very bland and very normal, stuff that you hear all the time. But he mentioned how... Mike Tomlin, he did not mention this. Let me, let me back up. Mike Tomlin said at the end of the season that all of his defensive coaches will be returning. Well, we've heard this song and dance before with Bruce Arians where he says one thing and next thing you know, something else happens. And it seems like that might be happening again because it was Art Rooney II, you know, the guy that pays the coaches, that said, we have a lot of assistants that have not had their contracts finalized yet. In other words, that could be coaching elsewhere or being unemployed when all is said and done. We already saw Carnell Lake say that he was resigning. Uh, you can speculate whether that was a forced resignation. I don't know. Um, but he said he wanted to spend more time with his family. His youngest son's in high school is his senior year. He wanted to be there for that. I get that. Um, they already brought the reports are they, they already hired a defensive backs coach. Other coaching changes, John Mitchell, who's the defensive line coach, is going to be just – who's always been also an assistant head coach, is just going to be an assistant head coach. They're bringing in the defensive line coach from the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, his name escapes me right now, but we have the article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You can check it out. Coaching changes are happening, Lance. I want to get your thoughts on um, you know, someone like Carnell Lake leaving, uh, but I also want to think uh, who other – what other coaches, offense or defense, I guess – might be on on notice, you know, now that the these changes are happening. Uh, who's that head coach that gets in trouble on the south side? Uh, Todd Haley. Who's the other coach that gets in trouble on the south side? <laughs> the fact that we had to go through more than one. It's hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, that would be uh, Jay Peasy, Joey Porter. Exactly. You know? oh, okay. All I mean, right. The, I mean, you know, when you look at the defense, I mean, I mean that, that defense gave up 45 points to Jacksonville. 
yeah. everybody's seat should be hot as hell. So, hey, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and, and Joey Porter has not developed outside linebackers like many had hoped he would. I always thought the hire was kind of strange because Joey Porter was never that technical pass rusher. Um, he wasn't like a, even a Kevin Green where you have to develop different moves. He was just he was a, a unique beast. He kind of reminds me of Bud Dupree. He is the master of no moves. He just kind of uses athleticism and strength to try to get by, and that doesn't always work. Um, I, I wrote this article that ran today, and I still stand by it. With every coaching change that is made, whether it's Todd Haley leaving, Carnell Lake resigning, um, and possibly someone like Joey Porter not being brought back, the Steelers are left with left less and less excuses. Ben Roethlisberger cannot go on his Tuesday radio show during next season and complain about the play calling because guess what, Ben? This is what you wanted. This is exactly what you wanted. You wanted Randy Feetner as the guy. You wanted Todd Haley gone, so you get it. You're going to have a huge voice in the offense. You can't complain about it anymore. And then the fan base is going to get a, is going to get a, is going to get a glimpse of as well. They're going to say, okay, well, we've always thought that Carnell Lake was one of the reasons that the secondary might not be that good. Maybe he can't coach. Okay, so they bring in this new guy, Tom Bradley, I think is his name, former defensive coordinator for UCLA and Penn State. Well, what if what if they still suck? Well, then maybe it wasn't the coach. Maybe it wasn't Carnell Lake. Uh, maybe it was actually the fact that the players aren't that good. And that goes back on the selection process and the draft and free agency and all that stuff. But it, less and less excuses. You're not going to have you know a coach now, especially on offense, to hang your hat on as, well, this is the reason why, uh, especially for Ben Roethlisberger. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Now, speaking of Ben Roethlisberger, Art Rooney II did say that he spoke with Ben and that Ben stated he wanted to play beyond his current contract, which would obviously, I think he has two years left on his current contract. Uh, the rumor is that he wants to play, he wants to play about three, maybe even four more seasons. He certainly has it in him if he wants. There's talk that this could be an extension in the making, a, an extension that would be really really important for the team's salary cap they are already over over one million dollars over the cap they're in cap hell right now um what do you think about roethlisberger saying that he wants to play and he wants to continue to play and uh what do you think about the the salary cap implications how old will that put ben if he played four more years or how old is he now he is 32. 35 right now. 35. He's 35 right now? Really? I, yeah, I believe so. Oh, oh hell no. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do. Hey, four years? 35? Wait a minute. Let's stop. Let's pause. Let's stop the tape. One thing we know about Tom Brady is he's a hell of a quarterback, too. I mean, the guy created his own electrolytes. I mean, damn. I mean, we know that the guy is really trying to take care of himself. I mean, he has TB12. I mean, the guy has made up adjectives to describe his stretching. Does anybody think that Ben Roethlisberger takes care of himself to the level of Tom Brady to perform at the same point? No, there's no such thing as BR7 electrolytes. So, yet. I'm sorry. Yet. Yes, not yet. <laughs> BR7 electrolytes. <laughs> there's no way. I mean... Under Haley, Ben has got hit a lot less, so he's been able to preserve his body. 
I don't want Ben Roethlisberger at 39. I'm sorry. Two years, I'm good. Let's find the next guy. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Hey, sports fans. Football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Okay, I'll say three. Either extension really changes his cap number for the next two years. So you're giving him an extension, but ultimately, no, you know what? Give him a two-year extension. It looks better publicly. Give him a two-year extension. So you're going to change the structure of his contract. You're going to give him a signing bonus, all this crap that's just... Omar Khan doing his magic, which the guy is phenomenal. Um, and you know what? If he plays three more years, I'm I'm fine with that. I think 38-year-old Ben Roethlisberger will still be able to sling the rock. If they saw the weapons around him, he'll be better than almost anyone else you can find. Uh, but this will change their approach in the offseason, especially the NFL draft. I don't think if this if these reports are true and Landry Jones is still under contract and they drafted um, – Joshua Dobbs last year out of Tennessee in the third round. I don't think they draft a quarterback this year at all. There's no need to. Uh, I think that's a uh, 2019 draft at at the earliest, in my opinion. So we kind of disagree there. I think that Ben could play at least three more years, maybe before you say two, and then Sayonara. Okay, that's fine. We agree to disagree here. Um, now, let's go with uh, Lady on Bell. Um, obviously, um, you know, you have the same things. Our Rooney the second is playing is is basically playing the game as as any owner would, and he's talking about what he wants to give Le'Veon Bell. They want a long term deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple question, Lance. You think they get a long term deal done? Yes. Okay. So how many, how, many, how many years are you talking? What do you think? Is this going to be seven? It'll be a five-year deal. It'll be a five-year deal. 
um, you know, it'll be front loaded in the first three. They'll come back to terms at the end of the third year and he'll either get cut or not. But I, I think he's in the plans long term. For sure. They'll have, to, they'll, have to, they'll have to figure out the cap stuff, but cap stuff can always be figured out. So, yeah, Le'Veon Bell will be a Steeler next year and for the foreseeable future. All right, do you give Le'Veon Bell a franchise tag? And then do, you, do you think he, that he's the February 20th is the deadline that teams have to either place the tag on somewhere or not? Do you think they get the done, that done soon or not? He's going to get tagged. Okay. He's going to get tagged. And if they tag them, I think they're close. But he's going to get tagged either way. Unless they get a deal, he's going to get tagged. All right, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're going to get a deal. Because, honestly, Le'Veon Bell wants something that I don't know if any team is going to be willing to get. I think that uh, he certainly could. I think, I think they could get a deal done, but do you think it would be richer than the deal that they gave him last year, Lance? Did they offer him a report? No. No. Okay. So running backs that running backs with four hundred touches don't get better deals. They get older and their bodies more beat. So no, it'll be roughly the same. But it'll be negotiated from the point of this new current franchise tag. So it might go up a little bit because if you tag them, that's presumably what you start the negotiation at. But it's gonna be roughly about the same. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to take anything less than what they offered him last year at all. Uh, the next thing that we want to talk about with Arbor Rooney is that Arbor Rooney spoke about Mike Tomlin. He was very, very strong in his support of Mike Tomlin. Uh, said that you don't go 13 and 3 without a good coach. He thought he did a great job leading the team. Um, I don't think there's any question that he should back Mike Tomlin, but I'll tell you what. The Tomlin haters, boy, are they really rallying. They're really circling the wagons because if you watch, read the comments on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com or anywhere like that, you can definitely tell, uh, my goodness, there's a lot of people that are putting all the blame on him. Now, Lance, I know you don't, but what would you say to those people out there that are literally putting it all on Tomlin? It was a bad loss. I mean, the defense is not good. Part of that's on him. Um, they may not have been as focused as they should have been. Some of the comments, you could think that that was the case. It was a bad loss, period. They went 13-3. and three. They've won last two divisions. I mean, the guy has 116 wins. That's not to say that he's unfireable. That's just to say, why would you fire him, though? I mean, you lost a playoff yeah. game. I don't mean to just sweep that under the rug, but the reality of it is this. There's one champion. It's the Eagles. You don't play for second place, but you do realize there's one champion. And the thought that you could just bring someone in here and it necessarily be the magic panacea, well, you know, you might be disappointed. The guy's a good coach. Is there some things he needs to improve on? Absolutely. Some of his illogical, logical, Decisions make no absolute sense. Some of the clock management stuff is bad. Um, but they win. They haven't won the big one in a while, but they win a lot of games. They're in a the dance. They're, they're putting themselves in position to win Super Bowls every single year. 
And the reason why the Roonies are such a good ownership group is they realize I'm going to dance with the guy that gets me to the dance all the time because I need cracks at it. I need tickets. The more tickets I get, the better chance I get to actually winning it. You can't go with the guy that doesn't get me to the dance. You go every seven years. You want to go every year. You may crack through. You may not. That's the reality of this business. But he's a great football coach, period. I think people have a hard time saying that. But he is, and numbers don't lie. Yeah, now, speaking of ownership group, the last thing that Art Rooney said that really stood out, stood out to me was uh, there were those reports circulating right after the season ended that the minority groups wanted they were going to put together a letter and send it to Art Rooney II, basically saying that as part owners, even as for minority owners, we would like Mike Tomlin fired. He essentially said, haven't gotten that letter, and even if I did, probably wouldn't read it. What is, what is your whole, we haven't talked about that report here on this show, um, but what were, your, uh, what were your thoughts on that whole minority report thing? I'm assuming he'll be talking to each of those minority owners and saying, we'd rather you not be heard and not be seen. You don't get too much of a say in this. Hence, you're a minority owner. So either be quiet or kick rocks because we have a whole bunch of people that would love to be minority owners of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, you're right. And it's uh, certainly something that I think uh, the way he worded it probably was kind of like a shot across the bow, basically, you know, keep your mouth shut. Look, you're collecting, the, you're collecting some money from this. The, the Steelers continue to be more profitable each and every year. So uh, much just keep your mouth shut. Let me run the football team. And I, I agree with that 100%. Now, Lance, uh, before we go, I uh, always give you a chance to kind of talk to Steeler Nation. We're embarking on a really long offseason now. What do you have to say to the fans out there? You know, I really celebrated the Philadelphia Eagles win. Six is greater than five. I always tell my brother, who's a Patriot fan, get your rings up. Get your rings up. But we shouldn't be this happy about another team winning it. When you have the most, the bar has to be set higher, and the focus always has to be on you. I'm happy that the Patriots, but I'm more disappointed that the Steelers don't have seven. And if we lose sight of that, then the fan base is off point and we just don't get it at all. It's always about black and gold. Always. So be disappointed that the Steelers don't have seven. A lot more than you're happy that the Pats don't have six. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. Um, this, the Steelers fan base has lost, has lost their confidence 100%. Um, you had everyone kind of thinking that 2017 was the year. Uh, coming off 2018 with no more Davis Bryant. They had some key injuries like Cam Hayward. Uh, and then they come back in for a deflating way to go down. But you can't forget 13-3, and three, still a very good team. Want to be a very good team again next year. Keep your hopes up. Get that confidence back as the offseason progresses and make sure you stay with behind the curtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. So, with that being said, until next time, probably about two weeks, we'll be back with another episode. 
Next week, I'll be on with my buddy Brian talking about some questions and answers, our burning questions podcast, which is new. So make sure you check that out. Check out Behind the Steel Curtain. We'll see you next time. Bye. Connect with others who work for themselves. Connect with like minds, new ideas, and fellow creators. Connect with innovators, industry experts, mentors, and potential partners. Connect with risk takers. Connect with opportunity and new possibilities. Connect with your inner leader, explorer, or inventor. Connect with what your business needs to succeed at QuickBooks Connect. Join us November 6th at the San Jose Convention Center. QuickBooks Connect, backing your path to success. Register now at QuickBooksConnect.com. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.